I'm really glad that I get to share the following conversation with you. I had reached out to several people and was looking around for some more great people to bring on to the podcast, and Ari Witt came highly recommended. I talked to her, and although she was moving at the time, she agreed to do the podcast interview as soon as she got settled, so we were able to hop on a call and do this. So Ari is going to be joining us here, and she's the owner of Digital Nomad Designs. Uh, She and her team create intuitive and conversion-optimized sites on both WordPress and Shopify. She's also an avid traveler. She's a member of the Arte Syndicate and obsessed with self-development and bettering her mindset. Now, like I said, Ari came highly recommended for good reason. You're going to want to listen to this episode and find out how you can create more meaningful upsells that not only provide a lot of value for the customers, but also drive revenue. So with that said, let's just get right into it. Okay. All right. Let's get right into it. First of all, thank you for being here and sharing today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Excited so, to be here. Yeah. Let's talk about meaningful upsells. Uh, I'm really curious about this. What have you got for everyone today? Yeah, definitely. So for increasing AOV, my definite go-to is, you know, meaningful upsells and cross-sells um, and adding kind of intention behind those. I think it's easy with the like automations that Shopify provides or that apps provide to just have an automated upsell. Um, But I think actually kind of putting in a little bit more effort to have more hand-picked cross-sells or upsells or um, displaying items that make more sense from a user perspective is really where it just enhances the overall experience and in turn increases AOV. So there's a, there's a couple of examples that I can give for that. So um, with cross-sells, for example, so we just finished up a Shopify store with a really large catalog of um, just clothing items. And one of the popular items they sell are um, like matching sets, but they sell them as separate products. So in that kind of instance, you know, if somebody's buying like a, a leopard print shorts pair of shorts or something, then the intentional or the purposeful cross-sell is going to be to sell the matching leopard print top. Um, and so that's that's kind of like a more meaningful cross-sell. It is also just enhancing the overall experience for the customer. Um, and then the other one that I like to talk about is more on the upsell side and putting intention behind that. So an example I like to give for a brand that does really well with upsells is Sephora, Mm. both in their store and online. Um, Upsells that work really well are what I call like add-ons. So um, I think it's important to offer an upsell based off of the kind of total price that a customer might be at. So you know, if a customer currently has $100 worth of um, makeup, for example, in their cart, then they're going to have less of an issue with, you know, adding a $10 lipstick or a $10 face scrub or whatever to their cart. Um, so instead of, you know, for, for example, if somebody adds a $30 shirt to their cart, then it's not going to make sense to, to upsell, um, you know, a $200 dress. Yeah. So Putting a little bit more thought into that uh, is, is going to be really helpful. And um, 
One other thing I was going to say about upsells that really helps is the language that you use. Mm -hmm. So going back to that makeup example, uh, you know, if, if somebody adds or if somebody has $100 worth of makeup in their cart, you can have a pop-up or maybe it's in their cart or something that says, you know, choose, choose your add-on. And like you can be transparent and have the pricing there, but choose your add-on is a good way to lead users um, down the path of, you know, adding another uh, small extra add-on to their cart. I really like that. Uh, for people who aren't watching the video, I'm writing down notes furiously as uh, Ari goes through this. I think that's a really good one and, and something, um, you know, from especially coming for myself from uh, originally from a kind of info background um, that it's overdone, you know, it usually leads with stop. Your order is not yet completed, you know, you're going to lose out on saving 99.9%. And I think a lot of that is, you know, like you said, you could do something just like, hey, choose your add-on, you know, enhance what you've already got. You don't need to hit them over the head with it sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a balance between uh, being a little, like too salesy and too pushy versus framing it in a way where you're really trying to just help their overall experience. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So this is really cool. I think that, um, as always, uh, that the more personalization you can bring to an experience, the better that's going to be. And it's on my mind a lot. I've been playing with a lot of AI tools uh, because we're seeing personalization while at the same time, things are becoming more automated. So in my mind, this brings up like, how do we blend this? Like what, maybe what tools or how do you how do you do this, I guess? Because part of it, I would think you need to sit down, either you need to know the business or have conversations with the business owners about their offers understand it a little bit before you can bring in and do these tools, right? Because you don't want to just install an app and then have it choose some stuff. That's the opposite of what you're talking about. While at the same time, you can't do everything by hand, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's where, like, that's where we usually add some sort of customization in there. So, um, for example, you know, if it's at a certain, if the customer's cart is at a certain price point, you know, only allowing upsells that are, also within a certain price point, like I was saying earlier, like if it's at a higher price point, maybe we add these, uh, we offer these small add-ons or, um, or for cross-sells, for example, I think there are certain automations that are also uh, handpicked in a way where you can, where you can pull from either similar tags, similar collections or categories of products. Um, so that, you know, if you're, uh, if, if somebody is sell, if somebody purchases a, uh, you know, they get into cold weather soon, if someone purchases like a beanie or something, maybe similar, um, there's another product that's tagged with like a winter collection and it's gloves. So maybe that's what, that's what gets offered instead of like, you know, shorts or something. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And then I'm going now beyond strictly average order value. Cause that would be that one, uh, purchase kind of, uh, series right there. But I'm also thinking, um, in Clavio, I'm a fan of Clavio and, uh, using that, you could of course set up some cross sales on the follow-up like that as well, too, based on maybe mm -hmm. the purchase size and go from there. So I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Some cool stuff you can implement. So I've got to ask, uh, any recommendations for tools to help you get this done? Or is it just kind of, hey, use the app stores, whether it's WooCommerce, Shopify, whatever, there's, you know, choose your favorite or do you have ones that you recommend? Yeah, so, I mean, Shopify is um, for sure my favorite platform over, over WooCommerce. 
So as far as apps, the app that I really like to use is called CrossSell. Super easy name to remember. Yeah. Um, and it's great because you can either choose a like a global setting that gets used for any sort of product, uh, but you can also handpick the different cross-sell items that you show for a specific product or collection. And the other thing that I was going to mention, um, as far as like displaying cross-sells and upsells, like, uh, you know, there's certain, certain ways you can display. It can be a pop-up. It can be a product page. Um, something that I've liked doing recently is actually adding it into the, like a cart slider, maybe like a little carousel or something. Um, and then as a bonus, like, Sometimes it's tough to, to like uh, customize this, but what works really well for upsells is doing a post checkout upsell um, where you know, somebody already purchased their uh, order and they'll got all their card information they're on their order, their order confirmation page. And then there's an upsell of um, some other products that they might be interested in. That's really great because then the customer doesn't have to go through the whole process of checking out and making decisions. It's really kind of just like that split second decision. And that's usually also, uh, you know, it's motivated by like a dopamine hit. So I think those work well too. Yeah, I, I understand it. And then not only do I set those up, but I, yeah, one click upsells, I'm a fan of like now I, I love checking out people's upsells and just being like, oh, what deal can I get? But yeah, yeah. I remember writing in, I think it was, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, the best self journal. It's like one of those daily journals. Okay. Uh, and so I bought them for years and then they finally got an upsell uh, after like, I don't know, two years of buying it. And it was more of the same, the classic e-com maneuver, like you buy one or two or three or whatever, and then they upsell you on four more for like 50% yeah. off. And I actually sent them an email and like a screenshot and was like, thank you. I'm so happy you did this. You made my day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think like also just the, another tip, um, when... Like if, if you don't know what upsell or, yeah, if you don't know what upsell to choose, I would always just like, as a default, go with like, if there's like a flagship product or like your highest seller or something, I think that's always a good one to go with. Definitely. And I think this, uh, just one last thing to add on top of that, that, you know, you, you're saying between the lines is, you know, testing this stuff because nobody knows, For right? Sure. But I think yeah. once you, starting with the flagship and then start testing, see what works. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. All right. This was awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, where should people go to find out more about you, what you're up to? Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Um, to find me on Instagram works um, at re.wit, uh, W-I-T-T. And then, you know, if you want to check out our work at all, it's digitalnomaddesigns.com. Designs has an S at the end, but um, any of those work. Awesome. Thank you again. Thank you. If you'd like to get the key takeaway points from this episode and all other episodes, just go to oasisoptimization.com slash insights. That's oasisoptimization.com slash insights, and you can get a fantastic summarized cheat sheet. Now, if you want to listen in on more great AOV increasing interviews with experts, be sure to subscribe via whatever your favorite podcast app is. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, Adam Moody, you can always find me at oasisoptimization.com. Okay, time to get back to the real world. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.